0: Hi, I'm Sasha Murdalt. And I'm co-host Charles Howell. And this is Grow Your Business Podcast, the show where we hear incredible marketing tactics to grow your business, from small business owners, entrepreneurs, and more. You will learn how to grow your business drastically. Let's dive in. With that being said, let's meet today's podcast guest, Brad, owner of Eternal Wines and Drink Washington State. Hey, Brad, how are you doing?
1: Doing well. Thanks for having me.
0: Thanks for jumping on. Can you tell us a little bit about what you do?
1: Yeah, yeah, so, um, so I own a winery uh, in Walla Walla, Washington. Um, we have two different labels that we produce out of there um, uh, that we currently have for sale, Eternal Wines and Drink Washington State. Uh, between the two, we do about uh, three to 4,000 cases a year. Um, also currently, we just started uh, working with other companies and doing um, custom labels for them. Um, so for example, uh, you know we have contracts with a couple different companies and we'll do their 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 house wine you know for their restaurants or uh you know for their staff whatever it may be um so that's that's been uh something that we've kind of uh, pivoted into uh just because of the whole uh pandemic and everything um just another way to kind of you know keep relevant get out there make some new contacts and uh you know see what see what happens from there so uh yeah we're we're, we're pretty busy at the winery still so that's for sure
0: Awesome. It definitely sounds like you guys are adapting well. What's your, you know, personal favorite wine?
1: I mean, so for Eternal Wines, we really focus on uh, single vineyard Syrahs. And as a sommelier, that's kind of what I really uh, enjoy. Um, So that's kind of where my passion is. And so that's kind of, I I, I guess, why we focus on that. And um, there's just something special about Washington and and Oregon Syrahs, uh, especially around the Walla Walla area um uh, there's this really cool area it's called the rocks of milton free water and it's a sub ava and it's only in oregon and it's super small um but the wines from that area are super distinct and unique and uh i mean some of those wines are, are definitely rank up there uh, amongst my favorite in, in the world so
0: so what? how did you get started for anyone looking to get started in the industry
1: yeah i mean uh so i've been in the food and beverage industry my whole life I started uh um, bartending uh, at the Buffalo airport back at uh, 18 years old. Um, and, and my dad's really big into wine. And so, um, that kind of, kind of led me, uh, my whole entire uh, career, uh, kind of building up to this. Um, so <clears throat> moved down to Charleston, became a sommelier, um, started running a couple of different places down there. Um, and I just kind of wanted to do more with it. So um, back in 2013, I applied to come out uh, to Walla Walla Community College for anology viticulture. I think they have one of the best uh, programs in America. Uh, it's hands-on. It's great. Uh, you get to go into the vineyard. You get to get your own, uh, make your own red wine, make your own white wine, uh, and, and kind of do everything in between too. The managing, uh, the marketing you know, uh, the financial side. So uh, it's a pretty complete package. And being a community college, it was pretty uh, affordable, which was another plus for me. Uh, so yes, yeah, so I moved cross country uh, from Charleston out to Walla Walla um, to uh, to learn how to, to make some wine. And, uh, you know, from there, I just kind of fell in the right situations and uh, started the winery uh, in 2014. And uh, yeah, now we've had, this is our seventh vintage, you know, um, and we uh, increased our production this last year, you know, e- even though, you know, we're in this uh, pandemic. So uh, that's definitely uh, a good thing I see.
0: If someone wants to get started in this industry, you know, what advice would you get to tell them?
1: I mean, it, it's like any industry, right? If you want to own a restaurant, you, you have to work at all the different stations in the restaurant. If you've never you know, cooked, if you've never waited tables, if you, like, how can you own a company if you've never done those things? And that's what I tell anyone. If you want to do anything, you should learn how to do every aspect of that company and then make a decision. Okay, do I see a future in this knowing what I know now? or, or, you know, okay, thanks for the knowledge and maybe I'll, I'll look elsewhere. And, you know, um, I, you know, I, I've, I've always kind of built up into that and, and, you know, I've, I've worked for other people before. I was an assistant winemaker at a different winery before I started my own winery up. So, um, you know, I, I kind of learned and saw everything and I, and I was able to you know, see areas that I thought could be improved upon, and and areas that I thought they were doing a good job, in, and and you know, uh, you know, could learn from that too. So, uh, yeah, I think it's important, you know, no matter what you do, to understand every aspect in that company, right?
0: Definitely, hundred percent. How are you handling the pandemic? I think you know, every business is you know adapting differently and innovating differently. So, how are you guys handling it?
1: Yeah, um, I mean, unfortunately, right now, the governor uh, doesn't allow tastings indoors, so we're closed. Um, so, again, we've kind of focused on other things, um, you know, making wine for other companies, doing some outside stuff. Um, you know, and, and with the wine industry, there's a lot of, you know, time where, and this is a slow time for us anyways um so it's not it's it's not horrible um we're still doing a lot you know behind closed doors you know we're still racking the wines we're still topping the wines we're still finishing the wines we're still bottling the wines you know and uh doing label designs and stuff like that so uh, i mean there's a lot still happening even though stuff isn't happening and you know you just got to plan you know for, for when it's back to normal because when it's back to normal if you're not ready for it Well, you're, you're, you're behind a a lot at that point. I mean, you've had a long time to get ready for it. So, uh, yeah, let's, you know, pull the rag out as my grandma would say.
0: Mm -hmm. I, I, I love how you guys got into B2B. Were you guys doing as much B2B like, you know, business to business, uh, before or is it more so now because you know coronavirus has forced you to do that
1: yeah yeah I mean definitely more so now is something that I wanted to get into anyways just to to uh you know expand our our brand and and our reach um I think it's good to have different kind of you know flows of of, of income right and so uh, that way you, you can sustain something like this better and so that's you know that's where we've kind of focused into and and, and what we've you know been doing and it's uh, yeah it's it's rewarding it's it, it's it's great because you know it's 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 your wine but it's someone else's kind of vision and their passion too and it combines the two and that kind of makes it uh you know unique and um yeah and, and it's been rewarding so
0: what are some changes that you've seen through the pandemic that you haven't seen beforehand
1: i guess people would just order more you know people i mean it, it, it's the whole thing we don't we're not going out to the store, we're not going to the you know down the street to pick up that bottle, you know, once a week. Instead, we're going to come in once a month and we're going to get four bottles, right? Um,
0: and that's kind of where
1: everybody's at right now, and so that's that's kind of the, the biggest change, um, you know, which is good and bad. It's just it is what it is, and you just have to kind of notice that and and, and I guess try to take advantage of that too.
0: Awesome. So, I saw you're into day trading and I'm sure there's a lot of other people that are into stocks and day trading and real estate. So how did you get into day trading and what are some day trading tips?
1: Man, I got into day trading like uh, so many other people right after uh, uh, this whole thing kind of (laughs) went down, right? Because I've had so much time and I've always been interested in stocks and and, kind of been, you know, in in the market, but I never really, I never day traded before. Um, So that's kind of been the biggest thing, the biggest change, you know, it's just, you know, waking up, I'm on the Pacific coast here. So, you know, in Washington. And so uh, I got to get up at 5am my time, you know, the market doesn't open until 930. So I get a little bit of time for the pre-market, you know, to see what's kind of moving. And so, I mean, that's the biggest change in my life is, you know, going about bed at nine o'clock versus, you know, midnight, you know, cause you got to get up early for the mm-hmm. market. Yep. Um, Biggest advice is just, you know, understand what everything is that you're doing. I mean, you can make a lot of money and you can lose a lot of money really quickly. So uh don't just follow people blindly, you know, understand why you're investing in this and what it is and what your possible risk and what your possible gains are and you know, uh identify what your what your goal is, you know. Are you are you a day trader? Are you a swing trader? Are you a long term trader? Um, you know, that, that all makes different decisions, you know, day to day basis. Do you want to be in the market every day or do you want to just have something and look at it once a week, you know? That's that's totally different too. You know, you're gonna do less speculative plays if you're you know, if you're not paying attention to it because, you know, a stock could go up three hundred percent in a day and then guess what? It could go down four hundred percent the next day. So, you know, if you're not paying attention, you miss the whole entire move. So um it's it's a lot, man. It's a lot. It's it's a lot of fun when you hit it right. But um, it's, it's a lot. And, uh, I would say, understand what you're investing in.
0: So, you know, I found you on LinkedIn. What are you guys currently marketing tactics and strategies you guys are do, using right now?
1: Yeah. Uh, social media, you know, uh, obviously is a big, big one for us right now. Uh, you know, direct marketing, we got an email list uh, built up and, um, you know, <sighs> One thing about this is it's been easier to track customers, right? Because basically we, we know where they're coming from a lot, you know, easier than before cuz especially uh, we went to appointment only. So, mm-hmm. uh, we had to get all your details before you even showed up to the door. So that's been really easy uh, and nice, and that's been a bonus of it, you know, follow-up marketing and stuff like that. So, yeah, I mean, you just have to you know, stay on top of it and uh you know, I think um as long as, as long as you're marketing, you're, you're doing something right. Right. I mean, don't just be, don't fade away during this, right. Because then people forget about you. And then it's been a year or two since they've heard from you. So uh, just try to stay relevant one way or another.
0: A lot of businesses also that, you know, are, are you know, I, sometimes I do wonder why they're not even online. That just doesn't make sense. Cause this is like the best time to be online. Right. right. Like who isn't online, <laughs> but, um,
1: I mean, you look yeah. at, you look at places like Nike and you know, other companies that uh, embrace that, you know, online
0: marketplace. They're going, yeah. They're going and, hardcore. And, and, yep.
1: Yeah. I mean, their stocks are, are all time highs and I mean, that could be any company. It doesn't have to be just, a, you know, Nike. I mean, mm-hmm. we're, it, you know, and then we've seen that too. I mean, we, we didn't do hardly any online sales before this, you know, and now, you know, I, I check it regularly every day and it's like, okay, it. yeah, we sold the case today. We sold, you know, and it's, and, and that's that's a majority of the sales now and it's great you know um and i think i think we can control the interactions better and i think you know uh you know we have more uh, easier follow ups too mm-hmm. so
0: yeah you can definitely track everything you have know, follow ups and you know if you know what you're doing you know you can easily get customers all right just and you even not just having a presence is just not doing you well but yeah so what is something you would tell to anyone looking to branch out there, whether it's, you know, as employee or business owner, what are, you know, what are some pieces of tips of just, you know, what, let's, this is what you should do during this time to get out there more, whether it's, <laughs> net, whether it's networking, you know, just overall business, anything like that.
1: Yeah. Yeah. I mean, networking is always important, right? It's always, it's always about, you know, who, you know, uh, a lot more than, than what, you know, as we, as we all know. Um, so, you know, again, just staying relevant, you know, and, and following up with people. I know it's, it, and it, it is hard, you know, um, uh, not seeing people out at these events and everything, you know, so you, you can't really stay in contact with them, but, uh, you just have to somehow, uh, you know, one way or another, make it a point to, um, and then obviously when things start opening up, I mean, uh, as a business owner, I, you know, gotta be a social butterfly excuse me a butterfly and uh really get out there and uh you know make your presence felt again too so
0: awesome so as things open up in the future maybe in the middle of 2021 or end of 2021 right um do you think things will i personally think every everything every brick and mortar anything that's uh you know sociable will start to skyrocket because everybody's been stuck inside what do you think about that as a you know pretty much someone that owns a wine business
1: I, I think it's going to come back, you know, threefold for sure. Yeah. I, I, I think there's going to be a huge market there and then there's a huge pent up demand. I mean, we've all been sitting inside, you know, uh, reminiscing of the times when we <laughs> have, you know, fun. Mm-hmm. Um, so yeah, I, I, I think we all want that again. And uh, I think when it's safe, uh, I think, uh, yeah, I think we'll go through a, a really crazy boom. You know, um, people have saved up money uh, the stimulus just keeps coming, um, you know, and we'll probably get another one on top of that too. So, um, you know, there's a lot of money sitting on the sideline that's ready to, uh, have some fun with. And I mean, I, I know I'm going to be doing the same thing as soon as things open up, I'm going on vacation too, you know? Um, so yeah, I, I, I think it'll all all happen. I mean, obviously, you know, for, for the older demographic, maybe it'll be a little bit later for them, but for you know, for the majority of us, you know, yeah, we're, we're ready to go right now.
0: Where can we reach you at? Whether it's you, your business on social media.
1: Totally. Totally. Yeah. So, uh, two different web pages. Uh, so for eternal, uh, eternal, it's just eternal wine. It's singular, uh, dot Uh, and then for our drink, Washington state label, it's drink, Washington dot wine. Uh, you can find our socials on there. We're on Facebook, Instagram, uh, Twitter, all that good stuff. Um, but yeah, yeah, we're we're definitely out there. So please add us up. I mean, Instagram for Eternal Wine is definitely one of our bigger uh, markets, and we push a lot of content through there.
0: If you enjoy the podcast, don't forget to give us a rating. It really does help out the channel. And see you next time.